My name is Kiara Ramirez and welcome to The Meadow. Hello everybody and welcome back to The Meadow by Kiki's Meadow. I am so happy to be here, I am so happy you're here, and I am excited to dive into today's episode. So today I am recording from Mexico on my family trip to... Mexico. We came here for my cousin's wedding in Mexico City at my hometown in Xochimilco. And now we are just traveling a little bit before our Christmas, which we were going to have on the 23rd, which we always have a separate Christmas in my family because my grandma always wants to have the entire side of the family here. So we usually do it a different day just to make sure that no one feels torn between either family to go to. So yeah, this is one of my first episodes, I think, traveling abroad and recording. I think the only other non-studio episode was at my friend's house in Los Angeles. Um, so yeah, I have a new microphone set up. Um, I'm holding the microphone for the first time, so hopefully everything sounds great still. But um, yeah, I'm excited to dive in today. I had a little bit resistance on recording while I was on vacation just because I felt like it was going to be a little bit um, pressured feeling, if that makes any sense. Um, but everything is just working out so perfectly and just so many magical moments have been coming through <laughs> on this trip. So just to give a little recap, um, I injured my ankle a couple weeks ago. It's been almost a month ago and I sprained it and I thought it was going to be healed a long time ago and it still has not healed. I have to go right to the doctor when I get back home because something is up, but that ended up causing a lot of issues on our trip because originally we had so many different plans, you know, of different places and different towns and different areas we were going to go to. And we were going to go to the pyramids. We were going to go to just different villages, San Miguel Allende. And everything got kind of screwed when I couldn't walk. <laughs> so I wanted to share the story because it was such a lesson in surrender on this trip where honestly, we were kind of like, what the hell are we going to do? Like, I, I couldn't, I can't really walk much. Um, I mean, I can walk, but definitely no long walks. I already kind of fucked that up earlier in the trip by walking a lot. And now I feel like I injured it a little bit more. So, but long story short, as we were, you know, worrying about what was going to happen, we still had like a full week of time before the wedding started. So we just needed to figure out what we were going to do. And through all the confusion, all the stress, all the, you know, worrying about what was going to happen, truly, once we all just surrendered and decided to just go with the flow and allow what was going to happen to happen, once we stopped being attached to the previous plans that we were going to have, um, we ended up manifesting this beautiful home that we were give gifted practically for almost no money from a family member in Valle de Bravo, which is this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful area and outside of Mexico City. And so now we're spending the week in this beautiful home, just next to the pool, using the jacuzzi, just existing in this gorgeous home, taking little trips around the area that I, I can personally take. For example, right now I am at home while my family's on a hike. <laughs> so it ended up being the perfect opportunity to record my podcast. But I just think that it is so amazing how everything played out and just how perfect this trip is where before we were a little bit anxious and worried about it. So 
just wanted to share that quickly um, with you guys because it really truly was a lesson in surrender and just going with the flow and being open to all the possibilities of how it was going to play out and staying positive around it as well. It has just led us to the most magical trip that I could have asked for. So wanted to start off with a little update around that. Now, one of the biggest messages and lessons that I have learned from this trip was specifically from my cousin's wedding, and that is that we are so lucky to be alive. We are just so fucking lucky to be alive. Like, it was such a trip seeing this new generation of kids growing up in my family. Like, all my cousins are starting to have babies, so there's a new generation of children growing up and being born right now. And the contrast between looking at my grandmother's life at almost 90 years old and the beautiful, long, and expansive life that she has lived, but seeing that contrast and then seeing the rest of my family and all the dynamics and all the the nuance and the complicated and the weird things in life, like, it just really made me think about how, number one, there are so many truths <laughs> in this life and you get to choose, we get to choose which truth we live by. Everybody lives a life depending on their own perspective on how the world works and everyone is just doing their best <laughs> with their own understanding and their own perspective of how the world works and the fact that there is so many truths to live by and that we get to choose which one that we live by and the fact that we are just so lucky to even have the chance to live by these truths like it genuinely genuinely was such a trip because like you see we go through life and it just is what it is you know and there's so many things that come up that are difficult or complicated or weird or uncomfortable but the fact that we get to experience all of it is such a fucking blessing. So that was genuinely like one of the biggest lessons that I've learned just on this trip and specifically at the wedding was everything, it really just makes everything seem so small when you look at the grand scheme of things. Like looking at my grandmother and where she's at in her life and looking at the babies just being born and... It just really reminded me of just the power that we have to just fully embrace all of it and just lean into the presence of being able to experience any of it. And I think also just the idea of like how we all have so many truths is that there's no one right way to do life. Like there isn't, there's just, it doesn't exist. There's not one way to live. We are all so different. We all have such different backgrounds and experiences and views of life and I genuinely think that it's just so important to just tune into your own truth and how you want to live your life and really lean into that and have that be one of the biggest factors in how you move forward in your life. Something that I wrote in my journal that I was just reading before I recorded my podcast that I wanted to share is, it's so magical to be alive. You are breathing. You are alive. Your pulse is pumping. There is time. So another thing that that made me, makes me think about is just that it's that it is never too late to start anything. It is never too late. If you're alive, if your pulse is pumping, if you can breathe, there is time. Like looking at, again, just like I, th I keep bringing up my family just because it, it is just this interesting perspective to look around. Like how we've all been a part of each other's life for our entire life and there's so many different seasons and eras and chapters that we all experience with each other and observe from each other but at the end of the day you know we always end up in this present moment and whatever choices that we make it always leads us to where we are and 
it is so empowering and so exciting to know that we get to choose what we want to be experiencing and there is time there is always fucking time like life is too short to think that you don't have time which is such a it's so ironic to think about that because it's like it's so contradictory but life is too short to think that you don't have time and when I say what I I mean by that being very contradictory is because it's like yeah like you can hold these two truths at once like life is long and expansive and beautiful and magical but it also is too short to stay small and not go after what you really want to go after in life I had my friend Kristen come on the podcast the other week and something that she was talking about is that life is too short to wait to be ready and that is also such a massive thing that is on my mind as, as well where it's like we can wait for the rest of our lives to think that we're ready to go after what we want to go after but that time will usually never come if we put it into the future it'll always stay in the future and there is so much waiting for us once we make the decision to go after it and just just go after it just make the decision make the call send the email make the post start the business like and like she said it it's like also if you if you have these desires if you have this vision it's never too early to start planting that seed to start nurturing that seed into growing that vision that you have because in my experience i have seen a lot of themes coming up in people in my life where there's always this sense of like I've missed my chance or I missed my opportunity or everyone else is way farther ahead than I am or I should have started earlier or I should have done it I should have gone into a different career when I was younger and that is just I think one of the biggest things that just keeps us from doing anything because we trick ourselves into thinking that like we've missed the chance like we're too late and that's what I mean by it's never too late to start and so again one last time just to bring it home is It is never too late to start and life is too short to think it's too late. (laughs) So another big theme that has been coming up that I would love to share with you guys today is that life is never as romantic as we envision it to be until we choose it to be as romantic as we want it to be. So what I mean by that is in my experience when in the pursuit of my manifestations or my goals whenever the manifestations come through there honestly is this sense of like having it be a little bit anticlimactic like when you hit this new income goal or you manifest for me for example when I have hit new income goals or manifested beautiful luxury vacations or you know won awards or or went to Sundance like all these big massive dreams that I've had that once they come through you still have to show up to these manifestations and dreams as the person that you are right now and the biggest thing that i've been thinking about is just for example like manifesting this like beautiful luxurious like lovely lovely house we still have to exist in this house as who we are and that means that there is still anxiety and there still is arguments with your family you know and there is still insecurities and it's you have to be able to regulate yourself in order to enjoy these experiences now i feel like whenever we don't have these things we always put that as like what's gonna fix us like once i move into a beautiful luxurious home then i'm gonna feel calm and i'm gonna feel safe or once i manifest you know my best friends then i'm gonna feel loved 
Once I manifest my partner, I'm gonna feel secure. Once I manifest losing this weight, I'm gonna feel sexy and confident. And we always put these things outside of ourselves into this future-oriented goal. And when we do that, we drain and leak all of our energy and our power away from ourselves. Because at the end of the day, once we reach those places, once we live in that luxurious homes, in that luxurious home, we're still going to have to be with ourselves. And at the end of the day, it is always an inside job. And I've learned this lesson just through, you know, my own experiences when I manifested like huge income months that allowed me to travel Europe with my partner. And we got to experience, and I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but we got to go to these beautiful, stay in beautiful hotels and eat at amazing restaurants. And for some reason, I was the most insecure that I felt in the past couple years. Like I had this feeling of like, Number one, like even though I had more money, I still had this tensity and scarcity of like, well, what if what if the money doesn't come again? And then on top of that, I also felt this like just insecurity where it's like I wanted to buy new clothes, but I didn't know what kind of clothes to buy. And I was traveling late, so I didn't feel like I had ways to express myself when I was living abroad or traveling abroad. And it's just so powerful once you have that click, once you realize that all of these exterior things all they are there to do is just to make you feel more comfortable at the end of the day. Like the luxury, the money, all of that definitely will make you feel more comfortable. Like, don't get me wrong. That is a fact, but that's not everything. Like you still have to regulate your own nervous system to feel calm. A beautiful house, you know, more money. That's not going to regulate your nervous system. If anything, sometimes, even for some people, for example, they, they're, if your baseline is chaos, for the most of your life, moving into a beautiful, peaceful, calm home is not going to make you calmer. If anything, it might even make you more anxious <laughs> because you're so used to having chaos be like the baseline. And so again, it's, it's an inside job. It all starts from within. Now, not to say that money doesn't help. Of course it helps, but it's just, and it's, and it's not something to be ashamed of, to be in the pursuit of. Like for me, for example, like that is the life that I'm creating for myself. I am going to be living. I am living. I am going to. I am living in luxury and abundance. And that is a lifestyle that I am creating for myself. But I think it's so crucial to just know so deep down in your being that that's just a small little part of it where I've had experiences without the luxury experiences, you know, in tents and huts and nature where I have felt my most calm and my most expansive and my most abundant. So it is a vibration. It's a frequency that we get to tune into. It's not that it's given to us. It's that we have to tune into that. And I think that the most empowering truth of all of that is that we don't have to wait for the luxury house. We don't have to wait for the $50,000 a month income to start feeling these good feeling feelings. <laughs> we get to start now. We're allowed to start tapping into these emotions and these frequencies and these feelings before we get there. And then once we get there, then we're going to be able to regulate ourselves and enjoy the fuck out of it. Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It, it is so fucking powerful once we realize that there is nothing outside of ourselves that is going to choose how we feel. And I feel like it's easier to put it away and put it far away from us and put it to the, you know, something outside of ourselves because it lets us kind of like take less, less action on it and be less responsible for our own well-being. But yeah, so for me and my own personal experience, like on this trip, like even though we're staying in this beautiful house, it's, it doesn't mean, you know, we're still having arguments with my family, you know, I'm like triggers come up, like anxieties come up, issues come up and like to be able to just like 
tune into yourself and calm your own being through all of that, that is a priceless gift that you can take with yourself through everything. Because everything's going to change, you know? It's like, even if you win an Oscar one day, you're still going to have to get the nerves up to go up and like say your speech. (laughs) So even though you have an Oscar, doesn't mean you're not going to be viciously anxious throughout the whole thing. So one thing that you have power yourself is to choose how you're going to show up and how you're going to regulate your energy in these moments. So overall, my biggest lesson is that we don't have to wait for all of the things to feel perfect. It's about tuning in and romanticizing the fuck out of all of life. Like the messiness, the awkward, weird, strange, sad, uncomfortable moments. Like they are all beautiful because they are. And it's all about your perspective on them that makes the situation what it is. And I love just the theme of romanticizing the fuck out of our lives because it's about every present little moment. You know, we can make it magical. We can make it special. We can make the weirdness special. We can make the tiredness special. And like, and that's not to say, you know, you have to gaslight yourself. Like you can let yourself feel the emotions of sad or discomfort or anxiety and let yourself fully experience it with your whole body and allow it to move through you in order for yourself to release it. But it's about not making that mean anything about you. It's not about making that mean anything around your worth or your abilities or who you are as a person. It's about allowing the emotions to flow through and moving on (laughs) and maintaining the sense of magic within the day-to-day because it is so easy to just fall asleep and go unconscious and just let the days go by and allow the things to go by and not even be able to be fully present within the most exciting and bigger things that do come into your life. So yeah, I feel like that has been a really beautiful lesson that I have been learning again and again and again, but that has specifically been coming up a lot on this trip too. And I think that the most um, just clear and obvious example of all of this is like take any person that is extremely rich and successful who struggles and battles with depression or who doesn't have a loving relationship with their family like some people who have everything genuinely have the least and then you look at other cultures and communities and villages where people have seemingly nothing and they are some of the happiest people that i've ever met and i think that traveling and living in los angeles has taught me that in my life and it's been the biggest and greatest lesson that I think that my life has taught me maybe so far. I feel like I said that with a lot of things, but like truly like, you know, living in Los Angeles with a lot of people who have lots of money, who are miserable and depressed and who have a horrible relationship with their family and struggle with their mental health. And then to all the beautiful villages that I've been able to travel to and the people that I've been able to meet who truly are just the happiest, full of love and joy that have what we in the West, you know, in Western culture would consider quote unquote nothing. Now, like I said, that it's not to say that helping these communities with getting more money to live a healthier life would help, but that doesn't take away from their joy or their happiness. So another thing that I have been realizing as of late that I would love to share with you guys just in hopes that it might help if anyone else is going through the same things is just realizing how much I hold myself back through my self-expression because of my worry around the perception of others. (laughs) So, you know, usually it's just about like the people in my life. And since traveling back home, it's transformed into also like my family members and the way that I show up on social media. I have had the biggest wound around self-expression. And this past year has been 
the absolute most transformative time for that. Like this time last year, I had no clue how to use my voice. I just did not know how to express myself. Like I had so much, I still have so much within me that I want to get out. And this podcast single-handedly has been the absolute, mo- absolute most healing, beautiful catalyst for self-expression that I could have ever asked for. And you know, just another shout out to following your intuition. <laughs> Truly, this podcast has been everything to me, but I still am working through carrying that over into all other aspects of my life, um, through social media, through my life online and offline. And I was realizing just as I was thinking about um, being more active on social media, especially during trips like these, you know, and releasing my overthinking and my perfectionism around how I'm supposed to show up, how I have to explain or express my experiences. And I realized how when I started writing the, you know, captions for my stories on Instagram, how limited I was feeling from worrying about, oh, well, what if th- what if this person reads or what if th- that person reads or what if someone perceives me this way? Like, they don't know me like this. Like, they've never seen me express myself like that. So that'll be a little bit weird for them to experience that. And I realized how much that is holding me back with what I'm here to do in this world and the people that I am supposed to be reaching that are meant to hear my words, that are meant to hear my medicine. And it is just so wild to me how so much of it happens so unconsciously and truly how I'm realizing that right now I'm really working on just showing up on social media in a way that I never have before. And there's always felt like the stickiness and this like restriction around it, which I genuinely have been busting through like crazy. Like my social media journey has been a beautiful manifestation and has had so much growth and I really truly feel like I have unlocked a whole world of self-expression on that platform but that is not to say that I'm anywhere near where I want to be and I just want to share that with you guys today because I feel like we all do this in ways that either whether it's unconscious or not I feel like we are what we think people think that we are like it is such a fucking trip where it's like we see ourselves not as how we see ourselves but we see ourselves as how the people around us see ourselves and that is an impossible game to play because every single person there's a different version of you that exists in everyone's mind you are a different person to your mother than you are to your father than you are to your sister than you are to your best friend than you are to your boyfriend and it is an endless pursuit to try to make it all perfect and not try to be the perfect person for everybody in your life to please everybody to be the kind of person that they think that you are and once we untether ourselves from those chains of you know expression and fully tap into who we want to be and who we want to show up as that is life-changing work and even just now saying it in this moment i feel like i'm realizing the power in that and truly just like almost closing your eyes and just saying fuck it and just putting yourself out there in the way that your soul knows that you are meant to be put out there and i think that also kind of falls along the lines of like um a lot of messaging i've been hearing lately around one thing you have to sacrifice you know to find success is you have to be willing to be a little embarrassed to be a little uncomfortable i mean even just my podcast like holy shit the way that i've been able to work through that like wow like I would have never in a million years imagined myself sitting here and talking to a microphone and spending 39 minutes on (laughs) online to talking to the world. And here I am. And this came from 
just doing it, like exposure therapy. It came from feeling the fucking anxiety and the fear and worry around it and doing it anyways. And having this commitment and structure that I set up for myself where I have committed to show up here every single week for the entire year since I started. And that has been genuinely the most transformational and healing thing that I have ever done for myself. And so I am right now in this moment really working on carrying that over to all the different aspects of myself because I see it within my friends. I see it within the people that I love where I see them holding themselves back so much from their true potential just out of fear from around what people think. But then I also see it happening to myself and it's always a lot harder to give your own, yourself their advice around that kind of stuff. So I really want to share that with you guys today because I feel like all of us in some way or another are you know, struggling with that at a certain point. And it's really awesome when I see people like my sister, who I feel like are just so confident and so boldly themselves, no matter what. Um, so yeah, I think that it is so important to just detach ourselves from our perceptions of what we think other people think about us. And once we are able to unleash that and release that, I think that we just open ourselves up to just so much power and just magical life force energy to really create the life of our dreams and express ourselves and put ourselves out there the way that we we're meant to. And more importantly, talking again around, um, just thinking a lot about my last episode with Kristen, my mentor and coach, um, just how the main theme of that is about just boldly and authentically, ruthlessly talking to your ideal client, an ideal customer, ideal community member. Like I'm not talking to, you know, impress my cousin or my friend from high school or the people I grew up with. And even though I know that as a truth, it is really hard to let go of. Um, and I feel like this also kind of reminds me around another topic that I was thinking about bringing up today, but I think that can also come a lot up in our personal lives. Just we are different people for everybody in our life, you know? So I am a daughter when I am with my parents. I am a girlfriend when I'm girlfriend when I am with my boyfriend. I'm a sister when I'm with my sister. I'm a friend when I'm with my friends. And these are all different archetypes that I play into. And I think that it is so powerful to be able to separate ourselves and detach ourselves from these labels and these ideas of who we think that we are. Because I notice that when I am, you know, spending long times with my family on vacation or whatnot, you know, I fall into these like more younger, immature feeling like energies. And it isn't the most empowering. Now, being able to let that go and honor my own connection to myself and who I know that I am meant to be and who I know that I am truly, I feel like is just so powerful. So I think maybe I'll have to end this episode on that theme today is just the power of connecting to your own being, connecting to yourself outside of anything else, any environment, any experience, any issue, any any relationship, anything, you know, being able to fully disconnect from the outside world and connect to your inner world and to who you are at your deepest core, your truest being outside of every label, every idea of that people have of you, truly, truly be able to, to cultivate a practice where you're able to tune into yourself. And I feel like moments like this, like when I'm on vacation with my family, it is the hardest <laughs> to really have my meditation routines and morning routines and rituals to connect deeper. But I feel like looking at life as the ceremony and this, this ritual of connection and magic and presence and fully leaning into that as much as you can 
as many moments as you can. And I say that because I know it's impossible to always be there all the time. But even like today, like even for me, having a moment away from my family and connecting to myself and getting ready for this podcast and just reminiscing and thinking about all the lessons that I've learned on this trip and reminding myself of the truth and reminding myself of my power and who I am and who I am here to be is literally some of the most important things that you can do you know it's it's just remembering you know the the endless process of life of remembering and forgetting and remembering and forgetting and then always remembering and maintaining our own sovereignty in our identity and in our power and in who we are here to be so I hope that this episode was helpful for whoever has listened. I know that these are lessons that have been really dear to my heart and have been really important that I've been taking with me as this end of the year comes around and as we get ready for this new year. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it was empowering. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And and if you did, I would love to hear your thoughts. If you could leave a review or whatever. I am just so happy to be here. Um, Like I said, this podcast has been just the absolute most healing experience for myself and the fact that I've been able to really inspire others and help others on their healing journey is just the most magical thing I could ever ask for. And this is all just the beginning of this long and beautiful journey of The Meadow by Kiki's Meadow. So... Thank you all again for tuning in. I am so, so grateful to be here. I am so grateful you're here. And I will see you in the next one. All right. Bye.